Gracious Losers Podcast, episode 76. I'm Paul. And I'm Casey. Took a week off again. Every other week, it seems like now. I know, uh, I know. That's it's okay, been, though. It's not bad. It's been, yeah, it's not bad. It's fine. It's just been a, a busy time, you know? It has as been a spring, busy time. As spring uh, begins, the weather gets nice, uh, people get vaccinated, and you, you get, uh, like, family comes up and visits and such. So that, that was kind of my my thing, is I had some family up and You've been a poked? Break. You got, you got I've been poked poke. once, and number two will be Wednesday. So we'll see how oh, that really? goes. Oh, really? That was yeah. fast. Wow. Two days, yeah. Yeah, it's been three get, weeks. Did you get Moderna or Pfizer? I got the Pfizer. Pfizer. Me too. Me too. Yeah. I got the one poke of the Pfizer. So yep. I'm interested and to see how you do. Yeah, me too. Uh, if you hear a lot of mixed things. Um, and what, you got a couple weeks till yours? Your uh, so I got mine through OHSU, mm. through the, the airport lot, and they are recommending four weeks in between shots. Apparently, oh, really? there's some, apparently there's a study that is supposed to show that there's a higher efficacy based on huh. whatever this study was for four weeks. Um, I don't think it really matters that much. I think oh, as long no, as you we're get all, a second shot within a couple weeks. We're all going to be we're all going to be getting boosters in about six months or so anyway. Exactly. So, I imagine. Um, but yeah, I'm really but curious. To nice see. to my, get it done. My uh, my second one's in the beginning of May, right after my birthday. Beginning of May. So. Great. Happy birthday. Good. Right. <laughs> yes. At least it's after. Uh, cool. Like, Some hot, yeah. hot vaccination talk to start this episode. Yeah, I like it. right. Yeah. But it's That's a positive great. thing. Reverse. I mean, of course it is. Go get vaccinated. We're we, yeah, exactly. Um, we're going to talk a little NFL draft today because the draft sure. is in uh, what three weeks? Gosh, yeah, two weeks. Was it twelve? Uh, it's weeks. about two weeks. Yeah, two Holy weeks. Holy jeez, two weeks. So I figure we'll uh, yeah. we'll kind of go over a little bit of the skill positions, not super in depth, but just you know. Run through yeah. some of the stuff we like. I know you and I were talking a little bit today. I think we have some differing takes on some of the, Possibly, the quarterbacks, yeah. at least. So it's sure. it's curious. It's a curious time. We'll talk about that. I got some some grievances I want to air. Our, our buddies oh. Brandon and uh, Dwayne had a fun little because uh, they're both turning forty. Dwayne just had his fortieth birthday. Oh, Brandon's turning forty next month. Uh, you're turning forty here soon. I'm turning forty in yeah. a few weeks. Uh, yeah. So they did a little Th- Seinfeld Festivus episode, just airing grievances. <laughs> nice. Uh, sure. But this has been. There's been a couple things that have been really on my like bugging me in sports the last couple of days. So okay. it's, uh, I want to get those off my chest at some point. But first, what are you drinking over there, buddy? I have a uh, untitled. What's that? Untitled art. Untitled art. Yeah. Yeah. From uh, from old Wisconsin. I think you're a fan of theirs, right? I've had a couple of their beers. They're pretty good. Yeah. yeah. I feel like maybe it's a different one. I'm thinking. I had a couple but, of their uh, fruit beers, a, so I don't know. Yeah. What this you is got. a this is a triple IPA, which I Ooh, that is the opposite of a fruit beer. Yeah, <laughs> it is not a free beer. I didn't quite mean to open this one today, but I, when I opened it, I realized it was so. You're gonna be uh, hammered. Yeah, that's a nine percent. Oh, it's only nine. Yeah, we'll that's see. not. That's that's a pretty low triple, honestly. Yeah, that's not bad. It's a good beer. It's uh, thick and juicy. It's a it's a hazy, obviously, because I think that's what they do. You like them thick and beer. juicy. Uh, that I do. Um, yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, you can taste a little booze booziness. It's a it's a solid beer. I like it. It's not a bad thing. It's a good thing. Yeah. No, what about yourself? What do you got going on? Uh, I'm drinking a Breakside. Uh, a ah, Breakside. Good old breakside. Yeah, from uh, right, here, right here in Portland. Right it's actually Portland. a collaboration with Grains of Wrath, um, which is up in Where Washington. Where are they from? Washington. Washington. I think Grains of Wrath is up in, uh, I thought they were in Vancouver, but maybe I'm wrong. Um, I don't have it on me. I, I don't want to try to find it on the can. But uh, it's the, the West Coast Best Coast IPA. Canvas. Close. Close enough. Uh, 7.4% IPA. Just a good old fashioned American IPA. A West Coast, West Coast. yeah, West Good. Coast, like absolutely. It's West hoppy. Uh, it's got yeah. a little bit of bite to it. It's refreshing. I just finished a uh, 
you know, it's a 40 minute bike ride workout. So I'm very parched and now I'm going to suck this down and probably get slammered while we uh, talk the NFL. Draft. There you go. Sounds great. That's <laughs> it'll be, you'll time it perfectly for your uh, grievances. I'm sure. Oh yeah. I'll save, I'll save my, <laughs> I'll save my grievances for the end. How about that? That way sure. I can really yeah. just, you know, slur my way through them. Um, exactly. Let's talk the NFL draft, man. I think it's, uh, let's do it's, it. you know, the, the Jags have pretty much all, but shown their, you know, shown their cards. They're taking Trevor Lawrence. Number one. Yeah, um, that is correct. The the it's from there on out where I think we can kind of guess who number two is going to be at this point. Yeah. I think the Jets Let's... have kind of shown their cards as well, but mm-hmm. after that, it's it's a crapshoot all the way down the it board. It is a crapshoot. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about it. Let's start with the quarterbacks uh, rather than just go you know team by team in the, in the beginning here. But maybe we can do a little bit of that next week and kind of project. But um, well, how, how do you feel about Trevor Lawrence? I think we've we've talked a little bit about him on the podcast at least. Uh, I mean, I. To be honest, I base a lot of my uh, who I watch and who I pay attention to on like uh, the the fantasy football I'm playing or like, what picks I might have. And in no dynasty leagues do I have the number one pick. And, and that doesn't mean that I'm great in all these leagues. I just I just haven't I just don't have it. So I haven't really. And I don't. I'm not a big like college football guys. I don't. I don't yeah. watch a ton of college football. So I don't know as much about Trevor Lawrence as I probably should. Um, okay. Maybe you could talk a little bit more. I know you're not as big of a fan as everybody else, but, uh, I don't like the kid personally, but it, but yeah. it seems like, you know, if, if he hits his upside, his ceiling, he, he could be a, he could be a top quarterback in the league. Um, certainly, certainly. But, but you think, could, you could probably talk to me more, talk can, to us more. I about think you can, you can make an argument. There's four quarterbacks in this, in this class that if they hit their ceiling could be, you know, all pro generational quarterbacks. Sure. A fifth, a fifth yeah. guy who I think can project as a pretty solid starter if everything goes right. Yeah, uh, I think beyond, I'm sure we're on that, the same page guys, as those five. Yeah, and there's other guys in the, in the draft I actually like who might be you know yeah. second, third, fourth rounders who I think actually might have a really bright future. I am not a big fan of Trevor Lawrence because I've never actually seen him do anything impressive. Okay. So, and the thing is, Clemson's been on TV a lot. Clemson won a national mm-hmm. title with this kid as a freshman. Uh, he's been there. He's won and he's lost in big games. He's had really, really, really good talent around him. Mm-hmm. Um, better you than could say any, that about a lot of these quarterbacks. But better than any Clemson team has ever had. He had more talent around him than Deshaun sure. Watson had around him. Yeah. By far. And maybe not by far, but I'm going to go ahead and yeah. say it by far. Uh, I mean, he had T. Higgins there for mm-hmm. a while, who was a, yeah. a, a fantastic college receiver. Really good pro receiver, too, to be fair. Um, but... He has uh, what, what could be a first-round uh, running back in Travis Etienne mm-hmm. there with him. Great offensive line, killer defense, a killer defense that kept him in a lot of games. And they didn't really yeah. play anybody. Uh, the ACC was a really weak conference. Florida State's yeah. not Florida State anymore. Miami's been up and down. Mm-hmm. Uh, North Carolina had a really good year this year. I, I will preface all this by saying I didn't watch a lot of college football this year. Yeah, that a really hard. It's a time tough. Year. It was a tough year to watch college football. It, be it's been honest. a hard time for almost <laughs> almost every sport. Honestly, the only yeah. the only sports I watched religiously this year were the Blazers basketball. Like, yeah. I, I don't watch mm-hmm. other basketball a whole lot. It's mostly the Blazers, yeah. Um, yeah. and I pick up stuff here and there when it's on and I'm bored. And I've been watching a ton of baseball because sure. I'm really making the effort to get back into baseball. But yeah. I didn't watch a lot of college basketball. I watched some of the tournament. We're not going to talk about the tournament because I think it was really bad basketball across the board. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, which will make our NBA draft episode of the absolute shit show because I don't know anything about <laughs> any of these guys. There's some, <laughs> there's some talent though. I will say that there's the definitely draft. some talent. Yeah. Um, 
but I'm not sold on Trevor Lawrence. I think going so to Jacksonville it, puts him in a really bad situation as well. I think if yeah. you were to if you were to put Trevor Lawrence on a team like um like San Francisco sure. as the third pick, or well, even Atlanta with the fourth pick, or yeah. or Carolina with before they made the Darnold trade. Um, yeah. A team that has weapons. I don't think Jacksonville mm-hmm. has the weapons. And I don't think they have, they don't the have a ton of weapons. I think I I would hope that Jacksonville. They have a lot of draft capital this draft. I believe. Yeah. Uh, I would hope that they that number one they shore up their line and protect Trevor Lawrence because because yeah they don't have a ton of uh, <clears throat> offensive weapons. I mean they have a few you know Chenault from last year and Robinson was fine, um, but they need more obviously. But I think the line is number one. If if they focus on the line and then I I would I would. I would hope that he could make do with the, what they have. Um, and then the defense also needs to be. I think their running game's okay. I think the mm-hmm. running game's okay. I mean, Robinson looked really good. I think they used him a lot more than they maybe they should this coming year. Because I don't know. They how probably durable, won't use him. I don't know how durable sure. he'll be taking that many touches every single season. Um, yeah. But I like him. I think we talked about Carlos Hyde a couple weeks ago, a few weeks ago, yeah. maybe a month ago. When He's they fine. Um, yeah. Quality backup. Mm-hmm. Quality backup to spell him. You don't, you don't need Carlos Hyde to be a. a full-time starter you don't need you know in the spot carries 10 15 a game sure. at most the absolute most and that's if robinson's knocked nicked up you know yeah um yeah. he'll be fine i just don't think they have that many I, first off i have i don't think they have anyone who can actually protect lawrence so i think he's going to get hit yeah. a lot that's yeah and that's, uh, that's even an if issue. they draft guys even if they even if they use some yeah, of the draft because, capital and they draft because then guys, you're just you're just surrounding them with other rookies you know and one or two might be good off the bat but some of them might have some growing pains so he's he's more athletic than people give him credit for I'll give that to mm-hmm. Trevor Lawrence. He's more athletic than people give him credit for. He's a really big kid, um, real strong, but I, I I haven't seen the accuracy yeah. in big games that that you this hope is, to see out of your your you know your franchise quarterback. You want to see accuracy. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, is this Blaine Gabbert two point here? I think so. probably not that bad. <laughs> you think I, so? Probably not that bad, but I think I think he's going to be a bust. Especially, be be, especially because people are talking about him being a generational talent, and he's not. Yeah, he's not that yeah. guy. There hasn't been a generational quarterback in quite some time. It's been a while. Yeah, one that came out, you know, drafted number one generational. Yeah. I mean, like, than, I mean, obviously, Mahomes obviously looks yeah. like a generational talent, but mm-hmm. but there was at the time it was a, mix, you, it was a mixed bag. Yeah, a mm-hmm. lot of people didn't like him at all. And he I was in the that, first year, so I didn't think he was going to be that good either. Yeah, and it turns out he was. Um, so by no means am I the gospel when it comes to you know, quarterback evaluation. I don't have him as number one on my board. I don't have him as number two on my board. Wow. That's, that's impressive. That's so bold. I, got him, I am third on my board. You're in rare air. I'm sure in, in quarterback in quarterback land. I have him. Third yeah, on my board. No, I know what you mean. Yeah. Uh, if we're talking just prospects, I have him. He's probably not even the top five, six, seven, maybe in prospects wow. because I think there's yeah. a, I think, I mean, I I'm over the moon about Penny Sewell. I think he's the best sure. player in the draft by far. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, when, when your quarterback room has, you know, Gardner Minshew and Jake Luton, yeah, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to go left tackle number one. You gotta, mm-hmm. you gotta get, you know, you gotta roll the dice on it. Um, I have Zach Wilson on top of my board as yeah, far as quarterbacks I know. go. I know. I think he's, I think he's fantastic. I think he's gonna make mistakes, uh, but yeah. I think he has that, that Brett Favre, Patrick Mahomes. Um, very, I mean, if you want like a bust projection, like a Jay Cutler, like that kind of gunslinger mm-hmm. mentality, I I think he believes there's not a throw he can't make. Yeah. He was stupid accurate on the deep ball this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, incredible arm strength. Yeah, uh, BYU the deep ball is, and BYU didn't touch anybody, so they actually played teams. You know, yeah. 
Yeah. Or you can say the so deep ball. Something about the deep ball. The deep ball, no, the deep ball is, the, his, is a, a big strength of his for sure. Um, but you do worry about his some of his accuracy with like the the mid range and the and the shorter throws, right? I mean, maybe. Um, he's had he's had some issues there. I mean, I think if you worry about Wilson on the short and intermediate throws, you have to worry about Lawrence in the short and intermediate throws. Sure. Yeah. This I doesn't mean necessarily. Yeah. I mean, I, th- yeah. I think that, that that's what the, the narrative is that Trevor Lawrence is great at everything and he's not. Yeah. And he might be a very good pro or he might be Gabbert. Yeah. He, he really could go either way. I think Zach Wilson has the highest ceiling of all the quarterbacks. You think he has the highest, huh? If he if he hits know. based on his physical attributes, he's Patrick Mahomes. He's got he's got an incredible arm, and he and he's a little more mobile than he gets credit for. Absolutely, but, I mean, he's he's shifty. Um, honestly, he's he's, he's really he's shifty. shifty. Yeah. Uh, but again, a lot of it's sample size. He hasn't yeah. done it for long enough. Where Lawrence mm-hmm. has done what? If, I mean, call it what you want. He hasn't been statistically the greatest quarterback in the world, but he's won. Yeah. Um, you like Justin Fields. I like fields. Yeah. And I like fields I, a lot. I think depending on which way the wind's blowing and how I feel when I roll out of bed depends on how I feel about Justin Fields. I could be talking okay. your way into it. So you sure. tell me what you like about him because uh, um, he, might, he might be the guy at three for San Francisco. He very sure. Well could be, I, so I think, I think I like his upside the most out of all the quarterbacks. Okay. Um, he reminds me if, if he hits, he could be a Josh Allen, Deshaun Watson kind of player. Uh, good wow. on his feet. Um, Maybe a little, maybe, maybe he might need a year to like, like kind of Allen, Josh Allen had a rough first year. Like maybe he needs a, a year where he's given a long leash um, and, and he's allowed to make some mistakes. Uh, but, but, but hopefully he can learn from those mistakes depending on where he goes. Yeah. Um, uh, I, he's great on his feet. I, I think he, he doesn't get credit for uh, some of the knocks on him are, uh, he, you know, he sticks with his number one receiver, which, which is true. Yeah. He has done that, but um, there's it, a lot it, of college it's, quarterbacks it's, do that. Though. A lot of college, college quarterbacks do that. And it, he, he's not always like that. He just, he, there's some games where he, he kind of drops back to doing that, but he's not always like that. You know who um, else stuck with a number one receiver way too much? Justin Herbert. Who's that? Sure. Yeah. And let me see where he is. He's, he's the golden boy right now. So, I mean, yeah. I think I, to your point, I think fields, to me, as his ceiling is a player like Herbert. I mean, he has sure. a he has a rocket arm. Yeah. Um, he's mm-hmm. pretty accurate. And the, yeah. the the knock on Herbert coming out was that he he couldn't make multiple reads, yeah. and he panicked mm-hmm. under pressure. Yeah, that's kind of the I same. Think, thing I think you fields. can say the exact same thing. Those yeah. are the things that that hang up in my head about Fields. I don't like his throwing yeah. motion, but okay. that can be corrected. A good quarterback sure. corrects that. Yeah, he has that that's long kind of hitch to his throw. Yeah. And he's not going to have yeah. the time to get that off in the in the pros. That's um, fair. That's fair. But depending, but on at the same time, spot, he's very he's pretty shifty in the in the absolutely. pocket too. He's he's absolutely he's, he can be dynamic. Uh, I mean, I, I yeah, ceiling wise, I like him the best. I think I think he could be very good. Yeah, I, I like. Him I, a lot. I get I get Zach Wilson's ceiling. I could see that, but I personally think his floor is 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 lower than all the, the other five quarterbacks you might be talking about. Personally, it might be. Like I'm thinking uh, about but, it. Like it, it, it. I. The thing is, I mean, we'll talk about it a little bit as yeah, we get going sure. these quarterbacks. But I think that if you're talking about floor, and you're talking about like I look at floor kind of as bust potential. Mm-hmm. So who? You, I I know you think Lawrence is is probably is probably the floor there, but uh, no, 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 no. Yeah, if we're talking so. the highest floor, 
Like, is oh, the, the highest floor. floor. If I we're talking you. highest floor, I, I think it's Mac Jones. Because Probably. I don't think oh, Mac, yeah. Mac Jones I don't, easily. Yes. I don't think Mac Jones is going to be elite. And I, I don't think, think he has the lowest be... ceiling and the highest floor. Yeah. A hundred percent agree. And I think that mm-hmm. depending depending on who wants to roll the dice on him, it could work out great. Sure. You know. Um I like Fields a lot. And I think yeah. that he the the knock the the knock in the media is that Ohio State quarterbacks are horrible in the pros. Mm. But yeah, you can but, make that argument yeah. about you can make that argument about a lot of schools. Sure. And aside from but, Deshaun, but compa- aside but from I would say this. Watson, who's, yes, who's but a I'll say the, quarterback? Yeah. Name a but I'll say this, quarterback. Com- I mean, compare him to those Ohio State quarterbacks. Really, I mean, I mean, none of those Ohio State quarterbacks. I don't think were as good as as uh, Fields. Troy, Maybe Stevens wise, but I think Troy Smith okay. was. I mean, he won the Heisman. He. I mean, he. But he wasn't ever projected to be a. a a mm-hmm. pro starter because of his yeah. size. Uh, sure. I, I think Car- Cardale yeah. Jones had a big hype behind him because yeah. of he, he won a national championship coming off mm-hmm. the bench. Um, Terrell Pryor played really well for Ohio state, but they didn't need him to do a whole lot. You know, mm-hmm. it's you and I talked a little bit earlier about, about system and yeah. I, I hate calling guy a system quarterback because that's always what they always play. They played Mar- Mariota and Herbert and all the deck guys as system quarterbacks. And, it just drives me insane because it, it, if you can throw the ball and you can make reads, you can you can play in the NFL. Sure. Um, and uh, Cardale Jones couldn't do it. Terrell Pryor couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. Moved to a different position. Troy Smith yeah. could. He just didn't have the the physical attributes to be an NFL starter at the time because the game wasn't yeah. where it is now. Um, Fields has all the physical attributes. And Dwayne Haskins, I think, is just was just garbage from the very start. I forget about Dwayne Haskins because I don't really yeah. consider him a professional quarterback. He's that bad. No, but I that's mean, what I'm saying. I, I I think Fields is. You know who reminds uh, me a lot of Dwayne Haskins is Trevor Lawrence. Fair. That's okay. I mean that's that's my comp right there. Is I think mm-hmm. that he he realistically I think he's gonna bust so hard that people are maybe gonna be a little more so mobile upset. though. <laughs> but if you're talking yeah. just bust potential, yeah. yeah. Um, I like Fields a lot, and I think you could talk me into it. But I think that he, that there is there there's some pockets of analysts that think he is going to be incredible and elite. Mm-hmm. And I just I think temper your expect honestly on all. I five think there's of these a lot guys, that don't it. Yeah. yeah, on all five of these guys, all five of the big five quarterbacks coming out here, I think temper expectations yeah. because rookie quarterbacks I, sometimes need a little time. Sure, and I think all five have some uh, big flaws that probably all of them could be worked on. Uh, oh, yeah. Maybe not. Um, uh, I'm inter- I, I'm pretty. Uh, all five of them have uh, intriguing qualities, and I and I hope all five are successful. And I don't always say that. I'm not, I'm not like rooting against players, but no. but I'm like looking through their profiles and stuff. I'm like uh, that'd be kind of cool if he was if he if he uh, hit that ceiling. I kind of like the the potential of all five of these guys. No, I agree. Especially well, at least at least four of the five. I mean, Mac Jones is fine, but uh, um, yeah, I, I think I don't know who you want to talk about next. But uh, uh, I mean, I, yeah. I'm I'm so high on Zach Wilson that I I'm, I'm rooting for the kid to be a stud but i i sure. would not be shocked if mac jones ends up as the best of the five the best really okay because i think that he it all depends on landing spot and the expectations you could have four busts and sure no but i think i i think that even if trey lance doesn't bust mm. mac jones might end up being a longer quarterback a longer sure. duration quarterback you know or fields might you know be have a couple good years and then fizzle out or lawrence might you know i, yeah. I think mac jones has the most the most longevity projected in this league because I feel like he he just he's he's a prototypical quarterback. Mm-hmm. You now whether that's you know works in this modern NFL, we'll find out. Yeah, 
you know, let's talk so, about I mean, maybe maybe he'll be a maybe he'll be a, a a starter throughout his career, or maybe he'll be like a Fitzpatrick guy that kind of bounces around and I think he's a starter somewhere. Or something I think like Mac that. Jones's floor is probably a career backup. Sure, yeah. Maybe maybe he ends up being that you know, um, like a game manager, like backup, but has a few good starting roles. Maybe like, like a, a Alex Smith or something. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, I feel, I don't want to compare him to Alex Smith because Alex Smith never really got a fair shake. Like he kind of just got tossed around place to place, and I feel bad. He was he performed yeah. fantastic everywhere he's been. He was great in San yeah. Francisco. He was never phenomenal, but he was fine. Yeah, that Kansas City year, his look at his stats. I mean, he was yeah. Elite. Well, he was he motivated. Was best, he had he had he Mahomes the there, that, that pick. League. Yeah, sure. Um, I, I was thinking more like a game manager, a guy like Brad Johnson. Brad Johnson. Yeah. You know what I mean? Fair. Like, yeah. You, you don't put put the, the game on his shoulders, but he's not going to lose the game for you. Yeah. yeah. That's a Mac Very Jones fair. type comp. Very fair. Uh, Trey Lance is – Trey Lance. I don't even know what he's, to think about Trey He's Lance. one of the most intriguing quarterbacks. Uh, I, I hadn't done a too, a too much uh, in, uh, homework on him until just uh, yesterday. He was kind of not forgotten. I mean, I knew of him, yeah. but, I was, but I was kind of just like, well, I'm going to focus on these guys and, and – he is um, kind of forgotten, though. To your point, like, he is against it because yeah. he get, for for a while there, he was being talked in the same breath as Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, and Zach Wilson was not, and mm-hmm. Justin Fields was a little bit, but like not not the hype. Trey Lance had some hype, and it's yeah. cool. And I don't know exactly cool. why. Yeah, I don't know um, why either. I think I think his big knock obviously is that he played for what South Dakota. North Dakota. North Dakota. North Dakota the other, State. The other Dakota. Uh, the other one. <laughs> uh, I don't know which one's worse, but it doesn't matter. South Dakota's uh, worse by far. Yeah, South Dakota is, is worse. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the the one knock is he had he had hasn't played against anyone uh, of uh, you know just played against crappy teams and and he's he's mm-hmm. obviously a talented passer uh, and I and I know just reading through his profile and such uh, that offense. Uh, went to tight ends and running backs a lot. So his a lot, another knock on him was the yards, uh, yards per reception, or you know his yards uh, per attempt or whatever uh, completion, and it was pretty low compared to the other quarterbacks. But that's because of the offense he had around him, system. Um, and the system. And a lot of times he, he he would go vertical, and he would do very well vertical vertically. And that usually those uh, vertical routes were like his third or fourth reads. So that that's fairly impressive, even though it's against you know, a bad uh, uh, opponent. That's that's impressive that he does go through his reads like that and has the arm and the accuracy to get I mean, it down the field. I mean, that scouting report sounds like he should be the third pick and go to San Francisco. I 100% agree. I was When I was reading through that, I'm like, this sounds like the perfect pick for San Francisco. And I don't know if it's yeah. smoke and mirrors that they're, that uh, Mac Jones seems to be the favorite to land there right now. Um, I don't know why they would be because it seems I don't like think it's clear. Him. You think it's going to be Mac Jones? No, I don't think they're going to take no. Mac Jones. That's what, yeah, it'd probably, it'll, it'll probably be Fields. Um, I, think I would fields. guess it'd be Fields, but but there's a there's a small chance it could be Trey Lance, and and he could do very well there. Um, and so, I think that I think that he would also benefit from maybe taking a year a year and sitting, learning learning the NFL game, and that's San Francisco too because they have Jimmy G who can who can bridge the gaps. Similar I, to uh, I feel bad for Garoppolo. Yeah, I do because he's he's never been bad. He's just never sure. been great. Yeah, yeah, you know he's been fine. They went to a Super Bowl. Yeah, for, th- he's for fine. three quarters they were spanking mm-hmm. Kansas City. I mean, yeah. Uh, and then all of a sudden the loss goes on Jimmy's shoulders, and then Jimmy gets hurt, and all yeah. of a sudden Jimmy Garoppolo is the worst quarterback, the worst and, ever. 
and he's not he's fine i just don't like i, I feel bad for the kid because like he you know there, there's a lot to he leaves a lot on the table there's a lot to be left to be desired but like yeah um i mean if he's your start i can think of other starting quarterbacks that are worse than garoppolo of course for yeah. sure uh, mm-hmm. right now there's no starting quarterback in, in Houston because of Deshaun mm-hmm. Watson situation. Yeah. Right now it's Tyrod Taylor. I'll take Garoppolo Oof. over Tyrod Taylor every day. Easily. Yeah. Every day of the I week. would too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but to your point though, Trey Lance fits the blueprint. He does. And, and then the thing that Trey Lance would bring to the table more than fields, more than Wilson, more than Lawrence, more than Mac Jones is mobility. He's the most mm-hmm. mobile of the five. And if yeah. you're looking for a guy who, who can kind of play that mobile quarterback role, the uh, the early career Cam Newton, the the more current Josh Allen, with a little more accuracy, I would say. Yeah. Uh, coming out, at least. Josh Allen's been significantly more accurate than people thought. Sure. Because um, that was his knock, yeah. is that you can't complete a pass. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, I think he improved He proved his second th- uh, year. Mm-hmm. His first year, he was, he was a little rough. But yes, you're right. He, that was his big knock, and he and yeah. he did improve on that. And he's been great. I like Trey Lance. I think that he he's intriguing to me, but I think he has the biggest window of the uh, the ceiling, the floor. I okay. think his his floor is never start a game because he's so bad. Okay. I mean, like yeah. he's he's you know, I mean, we haven't seen him do it against anyone yeah. of note. Yeah. Whereas whereas you've yeah. seen now, you know, Clemson, BYU, Ohio State, Mac Jones, mm-hmm. Alabama. Yeah. Even yep. if you go farther down the list and you go to Kellen Mond or uh, you know the other guys down the list here, yeah, they've all done Davis it for Mills. big schools. What sure. Was that? Yeah, Davis, Davis Mills. Mills. Yeah. Davis Mills. Yeah. Sure. Um, no, that's that's very uh, that's very accurate. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, but then again, you know, you never know. You never know uh, what these small school guys can do. Carson Wentz didn't play anybody of note. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I shouldn't yeah. say nobody because like the, these teams are good in the FCS. They're of just course not. They are. Yeah, they're just not they're the not juggernauts the big, with, with the, the funding teams. behind. Mm-hmm. You know, the Alabamas, the Clemsons, the Floridas, the you know all these schools. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Mac Jones. I think we've already kind of talked about Mac Jones and what yeah. he brings to the table. Yeah. I mm-hmm. think I think he's going to be just fine in the league. I don't think you draft him to be the face of your franchise. I think you draft him to be your long-term conservative yeah. starter. Um, honestly, and, and you hope, and you hope you're not any... a team. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah. I was going to say like he, I mean, I, I look at Mac Jones and I see Jimmy Garoppolo and I see Eli Manning sure. and I see quarterbacks like that. Uh, Eli Manning had a hell of a career. He's a fringe hall of famer. He won two Super yeah. Bowls. Uh, yeah. I mean, if Mac Jones does that, then he's not a bust. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I don't know. I just I feel like I feel like Mac Jones is going to surprise a lot of people. Um, yeah, he might. Now, that being just, said, that being said, yeah. what a roster around him, and that's the knock. Of course, that's the real. That knock. is the knock. It's, yeah, that's the knock. All the weapons in had, the world. All the weapons in the world, and he's been horrible with the deep ball. Um, yeah. mainly, horrible meaning he doesn't have the arm to get it down there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Eli Manning. Yeah. Right. Um, so that's the knock there. Uh, our buddy Brandon. So you as, Mond. you as, go ahead. Sure. I was going to say you as a Niners fan, you hope that they don't spend all that draft capital. I don't want enough to draft. So Mac Jones. here's the, the way I look at it. Cause they is probably they, could have got him at their yeah. original pick or the second pick they traded. Uh, I, don't, anyway. I don't, the second pick they traded. Yeah. I don't, mm-hmm. six, I, I don't, right? yeah. Yeah. Well, they didn't have, did they have six? No, no, no I'm confused. No. There was a lot of trading there at once. They had they just traded up right 12. away. They had twelve. Yes, I think, twelve. That's the, right. 
Yeah. Um, I don't think Mac would have been there at 12. Maybe not. Maybe not. Um, because I think I I think with Mac with Mac moving up, that's not what I wanted to say. With San Francisco moving up, I think it put a lot of pressure on a team like Carolina and Carolina went out and traded for Darnold. Yeah. Um Maybe he would have been there. It would have been it would have been tight. I don't think sure. he had to move no. up the three to get him. No. So as a forty nine er fan, I'm gonna be really upset with the amount of draft capital they gave. Mm-hmm. to get up there. Um, yeah. That being said, I don't love Justin Fields. I don't love Trey Lance. I don't love Mac Jones. They're taking one of the three. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to learn to love it and buy in. Uh, because mm-hmm. the thing Just is... Just like no, with uh, Brandon Ayuk, no right? Yeah, exactly. It's very similar, except with, with significantly more draft capital. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that's <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Um, I, whoever gets... Whoever gets picked is going to be the Shanahan's pick. It's not John Lynch. It's not the the front office. It's Shanahan. Shanahan's picking his quarterback, Mm -hmm. the guy he wants to run his offense. Who knows his offense better than himself? So you got to trust the trust the process, trust the system a little bit, and assume that Kyle Shanahan knows what he's doing. Yep. Um, We'll see. Uh, Brandon likes Kellen Mond quite a bit. I like I like Kellen Mond too. I think he has a lot of raw talent. I think he could be really really good in the league. Yeah. Uh, You mentioned Davis Mills. Um, Yeah. A little bigger, more of a plotter, but but big strong sure. arm, big strong big arm. arm. Yeah. Uh, remind me Old the kid from Florida. A little bit. Who's the kid from Florida? Uh, Trask. Trask. Right? Yes. Uh, yeah. Kyle Trask. Kyle Trask. Yeah. Um, I always liked him watching Florida. Yeah. It seemed like he had a lot of okay. moxie. He he made a lot of mistakes, but it always seemed like he was he was kind of in the mix. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. Um, and he's a bigger guy too, right? Six five, two forty. Yeah. Big, strong, yeah. big, huge and quick, dude. And quick for how quick big he is. is. He? Huh. Uh, he, I mean, like his physical comp reminds me a lot of Josh Allen. Sure. Because um, he's super athletic the way that Josh Allen yeah. is. So, um, huh. Anyone else that sticks out to you? I don't really know. Uh, let's see what other names are there's there. Um, what's that? I know there's more the, names. The, I just can't the Texas them. guy, Sam uh, no, I'm out. Ailinger. No, I'm out. out on him. Okay. Um, Jamie Newman. Wake Forest. I don't. Th- I honestly don't think I've ever watched a single second of Wake Forest football. That, that's that's totally fair. A lot of people haven't. Although, I, although, um, although I love the receiver at a Wake Forest. I love Sage Surratt. Okay. Yeah. So. Well, there you go. Um, who else? A lot of you guys I don't even know. Ian Book, Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, KJ Costello, Stanford, Mississippi. KJ State. Costello was yeah. He was the Stanford quarterback who tore apart Oregon for a while. And then yeah, transferred yeah. to Mississippi State to play under Mike Leach and wasn't very good yeah. <laughs> there. I mean, he was fine. He was, yeah. And then there's uh, Sam Bouchel. Nope. Not sure. No idea. Okay. As there. you can tell, I haven't done the deep the deep dive this year. That's okay. Anyway, I mean, later around quarterbacks. That that's okay. I don't. I I will. I'm not gonna really even focus on those guys in yeah. my uh, dress. So. Uh, let's talk running backs real quick. Let's talk running backs. Yeah. Um, maybe we'll save receiver for next episode because the receiver could take us uh, an hour it's by itself. A big so many. Mm-hmm. Um, running backs. It sure seems like Najee Harris is the number one. Yeah, um, I like Najee Harris. Yes, I think there's so. There's a lot to like. I mean, there's yeah. a whole lot to like. He's a he's there a, is yeah very. Uh, I would assume a very talented uh, pro prospect. You know, yeah. Alabama yeah. running backs have been kind of hit and miss. Yeah. Um, 
depending. You know, I mean, like Trent Richardson was a big miss, but Derrick Henry was a big hit. So yeah, there, um, I feel like the, there have been a lot of Alabama running backs, and I'm I'm blanking on a bunch. Mark Ingram was an Alabama Ingram, guy, um, and he was a he he didn't play much at first, from what I remember. Right? He wasn't any kind of where did he get drafted? New Orleans. Ingram. New Orleans. That's right. Yeah, he had the two headed monster oh. there for a while, and he was part of the two headed right. monster with a lot of different that's guys. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, great running back, though, I think. I'm, I can't. Uh, I'm like blanking Eddie on Lacey. the Alabama <laughs> Kenyon, Kenyon Drake was an Eddie Alabama Lacey, guy. Uh, Eddie Lacey had a good Drake career. He had a good start to his career. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah Kenyon Drake. Yeah. There's someone else. I can't think of who. Uh, Damian Harris. Damian Harris, uh, New England. It's hard yeah. to judge Damian Harris's career. Because he got stuck in stuck in um, running back purgatory in New England. Yeah, uh, I like him as a runner. Splitting carries with Rex fine. Burkhead. Yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, Najee Harris, I think, is the best in the bunch. Um, I think so too. And it all but depends I don't think signing uh, spots. So I don't know how how head and shoulders above the rest he is though, because I've always been a fan of Travis Etienne. Um, yeah, yeah. I think he's more of a more of a, a cat pass catching back than Najee is. Um, I don't know. Najee's pretty good in that, in that sense really too. Good. I, I, um, yeah. I, I don't think you can say he's like head and shoulders above Najee. I think that I think that's what makes Najee such a good uh, prospect in this draft is that he can do both, and yeah. he has that potential depending on landing spot to be uh, a modern day bell cow back. You know, not necessarily mm-hmm. a bell cow back, but he could be a guy that that can that could get a bunch of touches and such. Yeah. They're really that. like. Really, I mean, with running backs, it really depends on where you land, and you know, you, and he could be the man. he could be the third running back drafted. Who knows? It's really hard to tell with running backs. You know, well, and it, it, again, like you said, it depends on on landing spot. I think last year, the either the second or the third back off the board was was uh, Dylan out to Green Bay. Yeah, something like that. Yep. And I mean, some people love AJ Dillon. I don't. Yeah. I, I just I don't. And especially because Aaron Jones is there, and Aaron Jones now just resigned. He just signed and a new contract. Aaron yeah. Jones is the guy there. It's not AJ Dillon. It's Aaron Jones. Dillon will get the William, J- Jamal Williams work, but he it's Aaron Jones's. You better show, learn the sure. block then. Yeah. Quick. Yeah. Because that's what Jamal mm-hmm. Williams did. That's what Jamal Williams that, did. You're he right. Could, he could yeah. pass block, and he could leak out, and 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 Jamal Williams, honestly, a fantastic back, and I think he's going to have a really surprisingly yeah, good he's, year in he's Detroit. Fine. Yeah, I, I think he'll be a, a really nice compliment back. to Swift in Detroit. To Swift, yeah. Um, the kid from North Carolina, I know you like. You turned me oh, on. Uh, and now, uh, now I'm all in. Javante Williams, right? Now I've watched yeah. a bunch of tape, and now I'm all in. So yeah, he looks great. Um, I watched he a bunch like of his a, tape. He looks too like and... a three down back. Exactly. Yeah, and yeah, he's kind of. Is. He's been his stock has been rising, but he's mm-hmm. pretty. He's still pretty stuck behind uh, Najee oh, Harris. He's a second and, round, second round ceiling. And, Sure, second round ceiling, but that doesn't mean he, he. That doesn't mean he couldn't be the best back long term in this draft. He, he might be the, the best. He might be the best be back first year, and depending on the landing spot. What if he? Yeah. La- what if he lands in Pittsburgh and he ends up being the guy there? Sure. I, exactly. You know? Again, it depends on landing spot. I mean, just like or last he year, land, uh, he could land in Houston and be you know there with every other running back sure. in the NFL. I would hope. I mean, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. <laughs> they don't have. They don't have Bill O'Brien. So I don't think they're gonna. I don't think they're. No, I, I would hope they would have a little better. Force, foresight than drafting a running like back after signing the four. Yes. I'd like to think I, there's a plan there. I'd like and, to think there is. Who knows? Yeah, maybe that. Maybe they're looking is. at that and they're thinking, you know, Ingram's injury prone. 
David Johnson's injury prone, Philip Lindsay's injury prone. Maybe if we get them sure. all three and split the and they can move ways. around. I mean, yeah. Maybe, all, maybe, yeah. maybe they're geniuses. Who knows? Yeah. We'll find out. We'll find I don't, out. I don't think so, but maybe we'll find <laughs> out. I don't think it's going to matter if Tyrod Taylor is the quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it won't. Maybe it becomes but yeah. like the old Bills offense and they just run the ball all the time. Yeah. Um, um, but, but like we're saying, it seems like a lot of times the best running back in the draft isn't necessarily taking, taken first or second in the actual absolutely. NFL, in the NFL draft. Absolutely. Um, just, I think, I think Jonathan Taylor was taken, he was like the fourth back taken last year or something like that. Yeah. That was stupid though. We, I mean, yeah. everyone, everyone knew Jonathan Taylor was the best back in the class. Of course. So uh, I think it was pretty clear. And the NFL running backs aren't as important as a lot of other positions. So they kind of, well, Look they kind of get mixed around. Look at our friends in Seattle that took uh, Rashad Penny. Rashad Penny. Well, that in was the first yeah. round. I mean, come on, like, mm-hmm. come on. That's just dumb. That was just yeah, dumb. not a good pick. Um, yeah. Who else? No, but this, this, I mean, uh, Jamar Jefferson from Oregon State. Sure. Um, I yeah. like. I, I also just think his best game was also against a really porous Duck defense. So sure. Kiss, yeah. Grand, I, grand assault. Be I don't know if he's that spectacular. He could be all right, yeah. but grand, uh, grand assault um, on this one. There's there's another uh, the other North Carolina back Michael Carter has some buzz he's smaller yeah. but you know he's he's a he's a pass catcher he's he reminds me a lot of Tony Pollard Tony Pollard yeah he reminds okay. me a lot of Tony Pollard I love Kenneth Gainwell you like Gainwell okay I love Gainwell I think he's gonna be really 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 good okay there's um, there's a yeah fair what, what do you like about Gainwell he's fast he's fast he's yeah. fast and he's a bowling ball. He, I mean, he's not, he, he runs through yeah. contact and I, I, I love running backs who aren't afraid to get hit, who lower the shoulder sure. and say, you want to tackle me? Let's do it. Head on it. You know, yeah. bull on bull. Um, those are my kind of guys. So what about, what about Trey Sermon? I kind of like Trey Sermon. <sighs> I can't, I can't decide how I feel about him. I don't know. He looks pretty good. I think he, I think he has some high upside in, in, in the NFL too. I think he could be a surprise, a surprise player somewhere. Like maybe. think if he gets drafted in like the third round with by Pittsburgh, maybe he he falls down there. I mean that could be a big a, a big a big spot for him. I also, but part of me also he's got good hands too, just, man. Maybe you just avoid everyone in Pittsburgh drafts because they've I mean they've drafted Benny Snell, they've drafted Anthony McFarland, they've drafted. I mean like you know what I mean yeah. Maybe we just avoid I don't think Pittsburgh. Benny, but Benny Snell <laughs> is like a fourth fifth rounder, I believe. I don't know if Benny Snell is really anything. He looked fine. I'm but yeah, saying, you're right. I'm just maybe, saying, maybe... Even when Connor's been healthy, like no one in yeah, Pittsburgh looked that great their... since Connor That's had that good year. You know? That's fair. Um I like Sermon. I think he has he has a good feel for the game. He he has a good vision and he's he's uh I think his his only big knock is he's he doesn't have breakaway speed, but you don't always need that as a running back. You don't back. need it. Yeah, you don't need it. Um, Vision's a big I, thing and he I, has that. I worry about his sample size. Um, that's fair but again, but again, sample size is but, what people knocked Antonio Gibson about. And and you could say the same thing about, uh, Ohio state running backs. I mean, they've had great running backs. I mean, you talk about, yeah. you know, uh, fields and the quarterbacks, like they've had pretty rough quarterbacks in the NFL, but Ohio state's always produced pretty good running backs. So I yeah. don't know. I'm Fairly trying to think good. who went to Ohio state. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Why can't Maybe I think of who went to Ohio state? Well, Dobbins did, right? Dobbins, Carlos Hyde. Hyde. Um, I know there's I more, and I can't think of them. There's got to be. I can just think of Eddie George. Maybe there's not more. Huh. <laughs> Eddie George. That's <laughs> <laughs> a that's a throwback there. No, I they've guess. definitely they've definitely had more. Um, huh. What do you think no, of? Uh, how do you, how do you feel about Chuba Hubbard? Yeah, Chuba Hubbard. Uh, I know that 
the year before last, he had a lot of buzz. If he would have come out, he probably would have been drafted fairly yeah. high. Um, but I don't know what happened to him last year. Um, but I feel like he has a bunch of holes in his game, but I can't, I couldn't name them. I couldn't name I them. I see a lot of people talking about him. I think he's just a home Is run hitter just, and that's just a it. Speed guy. I mm-hmm. think he's just like, get him a crease and hope he takes it. He reminds me a lot of Kenyon sure. Drake that way. Sure. We're like Kenyon Drake will have, you know, 18 carries for 27 yards and then he'll have like a 92 yard touchdown run. And all of a sudden he's sure. like 19 for 120 and you're like, oh, what a great day for Kenyon Drake. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like it's, I think he's one of those. That's guys. Fair. Yeah. Um, yeah. Journey Brown, Penn State. Yeah. No, nothing about it, but I know Penn State produces running backs. They do. Yeah. Khalil Herbert out of what Virginia Tech. I don't know much about him either. Another team I haven't watched at all. Again, this is the worst year for to be draft scouting because I don't. I know. Unless I know. they've gotten hype, sure. I haven't heard of Kylan him. Hill. Has kind of got some hype. I, don't I have heard of Kylan Hill, Mississippi um, State. Yeah, I mean, I, it's hard to say. You know, I, I, it's yeah. going to be landing spot. That's also going to be these guys might not even get a chance. They, I mean, they might be day three picks. So, which which yeah. isn't doesn't bode well for your, uh, you know production in the nfl necessarily yeah very and after rare. that i don't yeah it is it's rare. james james robinson's the out the outlier yeah it doesn't right. happen that often right. when a, uh I'm real drafted. quick just tell me tell me why kyle pitts is the greatest tight end of all time because everyone's touting him as being the greatest <laughs> tight end of all time he's he's apparently tony gonzalez's love child with antonio gates mixed with kellen winslow and rob gronkowski so tell me i don't know man uh, i i mean i know i i know the the hype is is out of control with cal pitts and and the the cool thing about that is if you're like in a league and you need in a fantasy or dynasty league and you need a dynasty league especially because tight ends kind of don't take a while to hit um he is dampening the uh value of guys like brevin jordan and yeah. uh and who's that other guy uh, uh pat uh firemuth yeah. yeah uh both very good uh tight end prospects in their own right so I, I the like fact both that the fact that everyone's lot. the fact that everyone's uh really focused on kyle pitts is fine i i get it the guy's the guy is a unicorn and he very well could be a fantastic tight end in the league it, it might take a year or two but I, I i think all everything is there for him um but like i said you know, if, if you if you don't want to pay that price, you 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 focus on those other two tight ends in, in, a, in a dynasty league. But um, I I don't have any problems with people thinking Kyle Pitts is going to be amazing. He might not be off the bat, um, and it really depends on where he goes. But yeah, he, he's, I, um, he's fantastic. He's he he's great in all aspects of the game. But you I'm tell not, me why, why you don't like him. I just don't think I'd ever take a tight end in the top ten. I. And, and I'm That's, talking about like real, real. It's hard NFL, to say. Real NFL What's, draft. Oh, not, real not, NFL. Not, yeah, sorry. Not, not yes. Fantasy, final, fantasy football, maybe. Well, let's real, see. Real football, yeah. absolutely not. Not so you think? Way. So you think, you think? You think Hawk and Fant? They're both Hawk and Fant were both top ten picks, right? Uh, Fant was, was it just Fant Hawk? Was lower. Hawk Fant Hawkinson was like twelve. Was. Hawkinson was. Yeah, I think Hawkinson was. Yeah. Was uh, no, that too early? Yeah, absolutely. You wouldn't. I think I agree. It's. There are so many things you can find. And, let, and let, the thing about Hawk that the reason he got drafted that high is because he's also an elite, elite blocker as a tight end. He's yes. a, he's a fantastic catcher and elite blocker. So I kind of get it in that sense. You can use him in a but lot if, of ways. But if but, the best but, blocker, but, the best blocker mm-hmm. on your team is yeah. a tight end, that's rough. No, I agree. That is rough. You're right. Get get a tackle. I agree. Don't get a guard unless your guard is Quentin Nelson. Don't take a guard that mm-hmm. early. But take mm-hmm. a tackle if you need a tackle. Take a linebacker if you need a linebacker. Take, yeah. 
I, I, I have a hard time with receiver that high. Um, it's happened a lot more recently. Um, yeah. But it I seems have a hard like time. the ones that bust the most as well. Yeah. I have a hard time with that. So I think mm-hmm. uh, the, not to sound too old school here, but I mean, football generally speaking is one at the line of scrimmage, offensive, defensive mm-hmm. line. So that's where I'm looking. Unless I have a glaring position of need. And to me, I feel tight ends yeah. not a glaring position of need on any team because there are teams every year that win a lot of games without a good tight end. Mm-hmm. Sure. So now Kyle Pitts, I think projects as maybe the best tight end prospect ever. Mm-hmm. I think that's probably fair to say, right? Yeah. Uh, because guys like Gronkowski weren't super hyped. Antonio Gates no. was undrafted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tony Gonzalez had some hype, but um, yeah, not like this. Not at all like this. Uh, Kittle yeah. had Kittle had no hype whatsoever. Yeah, Kittle I mean, there's fired. a lot of tight, a lot of uh, uh, successful tight ends have not had hype. I mean, with Darren Waller, I yeah. mean, he didn't have any hype, and he came on like all the. I mean, it seems like all the good the tight end ends have no hype. His, yeah. Kittle didn't like have it. hype. Delaney Walker didn't have a lot of hype. Uh, I mean, I think I think Hawk and and maybe even Fant will be fine down the down the line. As we know, I worry about Fant. A few years. I possibly. worry about Fant because I just I worry that Denver's never going to have a quarterback that's halfway decent. <laughs> well, that's that's fair. And and Fant, unfortunately for Fant, is Fant can't do the things that a guy like uh, Jerry Judy or Cortland Sutton can do. Sure. So he's he's a little ha- he's a little hamstrung by the system. In the yeah. way they use him. Um, That's fair. But uh, I like Kyle Pitts. I think that if Atlanta takes him at number four, mm-hmm. uh, get ready to have another top four pick. Because yeah. the, they... they That's they, early. They that have early. too many holes. They absolutely have to draft Penny Sewell at four or mm-hmm. trade the pick. There's no yeah. other pick there. They They... Your quarterback situation is fine for the next three to four years with Matt Ryan. Sure. So protect him. You don't need receivers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You have Ridley. Yeah. You have Julio, despite him being not nicked up the last couple of years. Julio's still yeah. a top range receiver. Yeah. Calvin Ridley. Uh, Calvin Ridley. Easily, Russell Gage. Russell Gage. Even, if, great even if uh Julio gets nicked up, I mean you, uh, yeah. Calvin Ridley's the number one in the league. Well, and so. you already have a you already have a good tight end. You have Hayden Hurst. Mm-hmm. Hayden, Hayden Hurst had a fine. really good year yeah. last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. D- don't overthink it, guys. Um, we'll talk receivers. And there's so many, there's so many receivers in the draft too. They they could they could uh, address that situation later in the draft. Absolutely. As well. we'll, t- we'll talk receivers next week because I just like yeah. th- there's so many. I don't even know where to, I don't even know lot. where to start. It's gonna take mm-hmm. a lot more research to figure out how we want to structure that conversation. Um, I know. I'll, let's air some grievances. Here we go. <laughs> I wasn't prepared to air grievances, but you go right ahead. You, I, if you have grievances, feel free. To I'll, air I'll them, think sir. of some. I'll think. I'm of gonna some. I'm gonna start with our. I, our, our basketball team. I'm sure we have some blazer, similar blazer grievances. So I think this team's horrible. <laughs> I think sure. they're bad right now. They're really they bad. They are pretty bad right now. And I think to, um, I think it was Alex Tam that tweeted something about, uh, what Nurkic said last night in the press conference mm-hmm. about how not wanting to point fingers right. or call guys out. Something's going on in that locker Something room. Something is going on. There's a yeah. rift. And, you can tell something's going on and all you have to do is look at Dame's body language. Mm-hmm. I've never seen Damian Lillard do this. No. Like he, he he's borderline pouting. Sure. And rightfully so, because he's given everything, every drop of sweat to try yeah. to make this team better. And 
it, I feel like just no one around him wants to pick up the slack and help him out. Now, CJ yeah. can only take so much on his shoulders. Sure. CJ is not the problem here. Yeah. Um, maybe they could figure out a way to stagger those two a little better. A little better, uh, yeah. But, you know, because I think that they are they are a little better when they're staggered. I personally think that starting Norman Powell is a stupid mistake. Yeah, I, don't I thought think, he would. I thought I he would have been coming sense. off the bench right off the bat. I don't think it makes sense. I know. I know that Norman Powell is better than Gary Trent Jr. I know he is. Boy, oh boy, would I like to have Gary Trent Jr. back and, instead of Norman Powell right now. Because at least Trent Jr. had a role in this this team where Norman Powell looks lost a yeah. lot of the time. It looks like the guys aren't trying to involve him in the offense. The only time sure. he's getting the ball is when he takes it himself on an ISO and, and slashes. Mm-hmm. Um, it just looks ugly. Mm-hmm. Now, I think Derek Jones has checked out a little bit. Getting benched, yeah, obviously. I yeah, I thought maybe yeah. they. I, I legitimately thought they would have brought Powell off the bench or off the bat. And there's no reason why Powell still couldn't be getting 25 to 30 minutes a game off the bench. Um, and yeah. Jones would maybe yeah. lose minutes, but still be starting just to get. Um, I mean, he brings. I mean, Powell's is a fine defender and better than Trent. He's still yes. small. He's a better but, on-ball um, defender than Trent, for sure. Yes, but but Jones is just so much longer um, and and can really affect some people's shots in a way that Powell can't, in a way that Trent can't. And can't. Uh, and, and I also think that Powell's offense uh, with the bench and his on-ball defense would fit better than Jones and the, the lack of offense he has um, with the bench unit, you know, with kind of the staggering and such. Um, I, and I think I think Carmelo and Ennis Cantor should not be playing minutes together um, because it seems like one is just not good at defense. Cantor, obviously, mm-hmm. Cantor just not a great defender. He gets he's slow. He he gets lost. He's a horrible defender. And and and, and I love Cantor. I, and I think he has his. Uh, he obviously obviously has his uh, his uh, talents. I mean, the guy's an amazing rebounder, a great offensive rebounder. Rebounds and, of the and, night. And in and in certain games he's gonna he's gonna push you to a win, but sometimes he's gonna need to not play thirty minutes. He's gonna need to play like eighteen because of his defense. And he's you gonna get destroyed. You can't play and him down the stretch. You can't really play him down the stretch, and then you can't play him alongside Carmelo. And as much as I love Carmelo and his well, offensive he's game, bad. he's been bad. Uh, he's last been week bad. So. His his uh, his defense has always been pretty bad. He's also slow, and he just doesn't seem like he wants to try as much on defense. Um, and when his shot isn't falling, God, it's not falling. And and I know you want your your scorers to shoot through their slumps, but I think in Carmelo's case, if he's shooting so poorly and playing so much ISO, you have to you have to take his minutes down in a game. If he's yeah. doing that, you you got to bench him. And, and guys like Nasir Little, he deserves more minutes. He's been playing yeah. out of his mind. I think. Um, uh, he, obviously, he's still young and has his flaws, but God, he's he's a solid defender and he he blocks shots. He's he's a solid rebounder and he's really improved his offensive game as well, three point shooting and finishing around the rim. Um, mm-hmm. I, I would like to see more minutes for him. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I think that, but, but, it, I, but I but 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 Stotts and a lot of the team are in a rough position with Carmelo, especially. Like, what do you do? You can't just sit the guy. What's going to happen then? I mean. I don't know. You don't play him with, you don't play him with Cantor. Sure. No, that's how, I mean, that's how you get around it is that they stay. Yeah. Stott still plays him with Cantor, which is a fatal yeah. flaw for Terry Stotts. Mm-hmm. I've never been yes. one to say Terry Stotts is a great no. NBA coach. I think Terry Stotts is a much better coach than he gets credit for. 
I think that all of the issues on this team, you can point the finger directly at Neil Olshay again, sure. because it's yeah. roster construction. Every year we talk about it. And yeah, this roster yeah. has more talent than other Blazers rosters. But guess what? Derek Jones Jr., not a starter yeah. in the NBA. He's not. Yeah. No, no, he's not. And, uh, you know, Anthony Simons, not yeah. a rotational he's, he's player. He's not even yet. in the rotation now. Yeah. You know, he but, might like not he, ever but, be. You, but you used a big, you know, you used a pick on him. Yeah. But then passed up picks on other guys. Sure. You know, yeah. on other guys who could have helped the team, who've had yeah. productive careers. Maybe not in a starting role, but in a, a yeah. quality backup role. Simons isn't even a quality backup right now. No, because he's, he's just, not. you know, I, I, I love the kid, but like he looked great in, in mop up time last night when we were down 20. Of course he did. That's not, yeah, I, that's that, there's right. no, I, I don't want that guy on my roster. No, I agree. You know? Um, it's a tough. It's a tough position. It's a tough. No, that being yeah. said, they're gonna they're going to turn it around at some point. But at some point, what do you think? What do you like? What do you think the rift is? What do you think Nurkic is even talking about here? Obviously, it seems like Nurkic is uh, taking a page from Lillard's book and kind of like mm-hmm. being this leader and and you know not pointing out names but saying like something's going on here. Like we and we need these guys to step up. Like is it is he talking Carmelo? Like what is he what is he talking? What do you even think? I don't know. I think that everyone assumes he's talking about Carmelo. Because yeah. of Carmelo's history, sure. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm not necessarily even assuming that. I mean, there must be more than just Carmelo. You're not going to call out a, a vet like that, but maybe that's what it is. I don't know. I it's not Cantor. They love Cantor. I mean, a, after there's that, a lot of guys who I think are probably just salty right now. Sure. I think that because they're losing. Yeah, you because know, they're, they're losing, losing games. I, I know Dame's salty. Yeah. I know he's not talking about Dame, and he's in a slump too. That's another thing. He's probably he's yeah. probably uh, beating himself up too because he's just not hitting the shots he had been so, hitting. I'll, I'll tell you this is when I, when I watch Nurkic play since he's come back from his wrist injury is that he, he steps right back into that role where he's kind of the pivot and the, the, mm-hmm. the, the, the you know, the, the fulcrum of the offense, right? No one's cutting to the basket. Yeah. Yeah. No one's moving around to get open. So he can't set screens when he has the ball. Sure. Yeah. So maybe that's part of what he's talking about is just like, well, you yeah. pass me the ball on the top. And then no one moves, so I just have to, yeah. you know, give it Stay back here. to Dame again, sure. yeah, um, or give yeah. it back to CJ again. And it's uh, our offense has become very predictable. It's mm-hmm. it's dribble, 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 shoot a deep three pointer. Yeah. That's the and entire when we play, offense. And it seems like when we play really well is when we move and the ball yeah. is moved around. And of course, you're going to have the possessions where Dame or CJ are like, "Well, I see an opportunity to." Uh, take advantage of my uh, of my uh, opponent or what whatnot. Absolutely. So there is going to be ISO, of course there is, but 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 you can't expect that every single time down the floor. And I don't know if that's if that's uh, I don't know I don't know what that is exactly. I I don't have any answers. I, I mean, I think I think if we I think if we struggle to the and finish, you know, I, I hopefully we don't have to play a bubble game. I hope we can get right into the playoffs. Oh, Dallas is coming for us. I know, but I, but I if we can do that, I and and we get if we limp to the playoffs and we get in and we lose in the first round, I think at least Stotts is gone. And, Stotts is gone. And I would, I would have to think Olshay would be gone too, because, but I mean, he's probably talked enough to save his job. Possibly, I don't but, know. But I think, I think he's a big I think part Blazer, of the as well. Blazer Twitter needs to calm down. Of course yeah. they do. But, take, but take, I mean, take, the, take, take a weed gummy. I, I'm not upset about. <laughs> I'm not as upset. Yes, yeah, like the fire stats people are insane. Well, it's it's not just the fire. And I get it. People. I get the it's, frustration, but 
it's the fire starts fire Olshay. Oh my God. Sure. The sky's falling. Cause she's no, Jody Allen's going to move this team to Seattle. None of this is the calm down. Yeah. Calm yeah. down. We're a playoff team. We're in a slump. Let sure. it work itself out. Now, let it work itself be out. Concerned. But I will say, be concerned. Be, yes, be concerned. I will say, realistically, uh, uh, Stotts has been here a long time, and this is probably this. Like I said, this will probably be his last year if he if we do not make some sort of run in the playoffs. Yes, again, which uh, is too bad. I love Stotts and and I love the team, and I don't know if that's even the right move or if that's the, really the big issue, but. Um, something's going to happen. I, I get know. I get the feeling from watching Terry in the post-game conferences that he doesn't even like coaching anymore. <laughs> Maybe not. I kind of get that sense that he's just like, he's. I, I feel like he's kind of over it. I think mm-hmm. he's sick of, you know, he, he does something right, he gets blasted. It's not sure. right enough. Yeah. He does something wrong, he gets blasted because a better coach would have done this. He It's a lose-lose situation for him in Portland. Um, I don't yeah. remember yeah. us backing a coach since Rick Adelman. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I th- I'm trying to think about it. Like people, people had issues with Dunleavy. People had issues course, with Mo Cheeks. Yeah. People mm-hmm. had issues yeah. with Nate. Nate. Uh, who is, who is now a top 10 all time winning coach. Now, I think as far as yeah. games one, he's up there now. So it's like, mm-hmm. well, crap. I mean, we had, I mean, we didn't. Have Seems like there were a lot of did. similar problems with Nate, although the defense was fantastic. A lot of like the ISO stuff. I remember there being a lot of ISO and the offense just looked kind of dull. So the, the, very different coaches, but yeah, the question there is, was the ISO Nate McMillan or was the ISO Brandon Roy? Sure. No, you're right. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. um, I mean, you want the ball in the hands of the guys who are the best players in the, on the team. That's Damon CJ. Of course I you do. That. But yeah. uh, national media will point the finger and say, Damon CJ are too similar. They're not that similar. Um, They're not, but there's, there's gotta be, you gotta have to, to you know some of the local media's points the guys like Danny Morang or guys like um, Eric Griffith you know, uh, they'll, they'll say the same thing over and over and over you got to have an elite wing it's to, true to, to, to really emphasize what Dame and CJ can yeah. do and yeah. Norman Powell is not an elite wing no Gary Trent wasn't an elite wing hmm. Derek Jones Jr. is not an elite wing I mean there, you know there's a chance down the line Gary Trent could be and there's a chance that Nasir Little Trent's could be, be just fine. but it's Gary but it's going to be just fine but yeah. it, we, we, we weren't going to pay the it's money be, to keep him. So no, exactly. Yeah. And honestly, and I don't I know how see, much, I, I don't know how much Norman years. Powell gets now on the open market, yeah. because I think his value is, is plummeting down the toilet. It may, it may have, yeah. Mm. Um, which is, I mean, too bad for him. Cause he's, I, I, I like the guy a lot. I, yeah. I, he seems like a really good person from all. The he brings a lot to the team and, that I thought we really needed, to be honest. I thought we needed a guy who could slash to the hoop, get, get, um, get to the line, which he has done and shoot a good three. But it, it, like you said earlier, he doesn't seem like he's really involved in the offense, which is too bad. I, d- I just don't. Yeah. I don't see a lot of ball movement out of, I mean, it seems yeah. like the, the team is slumping and it feels like it's Damon CJ trying to score every bucket and yeah. not involve the rest of the team. Like they're putting it on their shoulders. That's what you want leaders to do. But at the same time, it's like, you got to swing this thing around yeah. a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and Covington's cooled off quite a bit, which hurts. Yeah. Because yeah. you need his offense. Anyway, I, I'm pumping the brakes on being panicked, but at the same time, I'm also not like you know frantically going to the TV to watch a Blazer game right now because they're not fun to watch. Right, they're now. not fun to watch. Right now, that, that one game one, where we won by forty was fun, but that's about it. It's it. They're it's brutal. It's hard to watch because you see mm-hmm. you see the the struggle, <laughs> like mm-hmm. more than in years past. You see, yeah. Uh, yeah, and the other frustrating the other frustrating part is like against both the Clippers and 
Utah, we put together a lot of good quarters. Like we, we yeah. like the Clipper game. We the first quarter was a disaster, and then we we came back and actually played really well, and just came up short because we were really tired. Um, we just didn't come out playing well, and then the Utah game um, was close throughout, and then uh, Nurk got in foul trouble, and it was a Cantor Carmelo show, and that did not work out at all. Yeah. Uh, we got we got blown out. I didn't watch the Miami game just because. I just didn't want to. I, I had I had my you know some my my dad was over and and we watched a movie, oh. but it was I was like eh, I don't know if I want to watch. And then I looked at the score at halftime. I'm like yeah, I'm glad I didn't watch this. So I don't know what happened in that game, but it's it's been uh, they played they played really bad defense. Yeah, and they couldn't hit shots. I'll, I'll at least say in the, those games that you mentioned, the Clippers and Utah, is the defense actually wasn't that bad. No, look, the Clippers, yeah, like the Clippers, the, the Clippers shot an stupid percentage. They did. Oh, uh, the first Utah, quarter. Utah yeah. did the right thing. Utah did exactly what they should do mm-hmm. like, to beat the Blazers. Is just oh, Nurkic is in foul. Get Nurkic in foul trouble, and when he's mm-hmm. there, go to Gobert. Sure, because yeah. Cantor can't guard him. And then if mm-hmm. you start trying to double on him, well, guess who gets left open? It's you either Inglis or it's yeah. Mitchell or it's Conley. Yep. Conley didn't play. Mm-hmm. But, you know, my Bogdanovich. point is that. Yeah, uh, Donovich, uh, Clarkson. I mean, like they're all knocking sure. down shots. Really Clarkson didn't play either, but yes. But yeah. I mean, like, but I'm saying is like, I get what you're saying. The yes. general blueprint. I get. Sure. Yes. The general blueprint. I get what you're saying. Um. Yeah. And I haven't even aired my grievance about baseball. Good lord. I'm, I haven't even I'm sorry. We we two, got too much on base basketball there. <laughs> just two two really quick grievances here. The the umpires. Sure. We got to figure something out with the umpires and the review. Yeah. In baseball, because this is this is insane. So we had two games, both in the, the National League East decided by umpires blowing the call and blowing the review mm. one yeah. one for my braves which was last night against the phillies one uh where the mets beat the marlins because of a a horrible uh hit by pitch so that mm-hmm. game oh was, yeah he didn't move out of the way right where, well he leaned in he put his elbow over the it. over the yeah. heart of the plate the, the pitch was a strike yeah. the yeah. pitch was a strike and he put his elbow out there and got hit yeah and and it was and bases the run loaded, came, right bases loaded and the run yep. came in um, you can't let that happen. Yeah, that's rough. You can't let no. that happen. No. And then, and were they? And was there a review on that one? Yeah. Were they too? They were just too scared to to reverse it. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what happened. <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah. That at least in that situation, at least the umpires talked to the media after, and the umpire sure. said we we blew it. Okay. We blew it. Yeah. Okay. Cool. At yeah. least at least own it, right? So here's the thing: is I I've refereed a lot of different sports over my life. And human nature is you're going to make mistakes. When things are a bang, bang play, you're going to call what you see and that's fine. But when the play is challenged and it goes to review and there's video evidence from a gazillion angles that show the opposite of what you called, it's time to swallow your pride, swallow your ego, do the right thing, make the correct call. Because if you don't, then all you're doing is taking 10 minutes out of the game. And granted, there's not a lot of people in the, in the crowd right now. There's, I mean, there's like, there's 14,000 in Atlanta last night. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's 14,000 people that are just sitting there where the game could have been yeah. over at that point. Sure. Um, the, the, the Atlanta play, I don't know if you actually saw the video of it. I just talked to you about it today, but it's, I did not. I, I heard a little bit. You told me a little bit oh and I kind of heard a little bit on it's Twitter, so... but I didn't see it. So horrible. Was it a play uh, at the plate? It was a play at the plate. So like, they were a runner on third. There was a pop fly to, to shallow left field, maybe two hundred and ten feet, not that yeah. not deep. You know, uh, Ozuna yeah. for the Braves caught it, fired it in the home. 
ball gets there, Darno blocks the plate like a catcher has been taught to do. So he doesn't he doesn't like mm-hmm. you know stand in the in the line to get ran over like a truck, you know. But he yeah. he throws his leg out to block mm-hmm. the plate. His leg makes contact with the Phillies runner's leg, Alec Baum. Baum's leg goes up, misses the plate, and when his foot comes down, doesn't touch the plate. Ump calls mm-hmm. him safe. Okay, bang, bang. I get it, right? Yeah. Go to the video. The video shows evidence from five different angles that there is at least four to five inches in between the plate and his foot. There's yeah. like significant dirt. And they yeah. still call it. And then the worst part is Ugh. these idiots on ESPN, because of course the game had to be on ESPN. Alex Rodriguez of all. Well, you know, it's a 50-50 call, and I don't think there's enough to overturn it there. You're seeing the same <laughs> replay that we're seeing. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Then the umps don't have the the Trent. umps don't have the gall to even answer the media or anything. There's been nothing out of them. No. Not not a piece. It's frustrating. Yeah. It's frustrating. No, I mean, granted, that was the eighth inning. Maybe they would have scored later in the inning. Maybe sure. they wouldn't have. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Still a big call. Play but for the a game. game, like you can't you you can't have review if you can't get it right. And I say the same sure. thing about the NBA. I say the and, same thing about football. Yeah, um, and if you can't get it right, then just don't have the review and and go back to just how just get it rid was of the and, review. Just get yeah. rid of the review. Honestly, at this point, what's ri- the point? Get rid of the it's review. Make people more 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 mad. Just yeah. get rid of the damn review. At this point, it's just it's it's worthless. Yeah, it's worthless. Um, those are my grievances. Fair. They're good. <laughs> those are my good grievances. Those are my grievances. I was real yeah. fired up last night. I was. I drank. I drank some scotch <laughs> last night because I was. <clears throat> oh, there you I, go. I saw that, and then I watched the mm-hmm. Blazers. And then I was just like, mm. you know, it's not my night. Can't do this. It's not yeah. my night. <laughs> right. <laughs> not my night. I'm just gonna drink my woes yeah. away. Um, That's fair. That's what fair. did you and uh, what did you and Pops watch the other night? Uh, Pops and Uncle Lincoln was here. Oh, uh, what did Lincoln we watch? was here. I had no yeah. idea. Uh, we watched a Sorcerer. Have you heard of it? Yeah. It's a. It's a. Uh, God, what's his name? Um, William Friedkin movie. Yeah. Based on that? a movie of uh, great, fantastic, one of my favorites. 77 yeah that's great 77 I can explain good, it, year. But good year i it's, i love 70s <laughs> movies it's one of my favorite it's one of my favorite decades of movies uh something about them they're really dark and uh gritty and yeah. deep and weird and uh there isn't an era quite like the era of 70s movies um, yeah well there's no so what, what about you guys you, what's that there was no special effects really in the 70s nothing like there is today. not really not no star wars was kind of the start right where it yeah. kind of got really cool and, and stuff i mean there's stuff yeah. before but it was nothing like now and look back yeah, on the effects not. of that and you're like ooh. oh yeah it's rough of <laughs> course it's rough but at the time uh, it was like we, whoa we're still cranking through twin peaks we haven't watched that's a lot, right uh recently we've just been, been busy yeah <laughs> I don't know sure. what we've been busy with, but we were busy. Uh, yeah. We decided to watch a movie on Saturday, and we decided to watch Birds of Prey, which is the Harley Quinn movie. Oh, yeah. The DC Harley Quinn movie with Margot Robbie and, and a bunch of people in it. Um, really pulpy. Fantastic. Yeah. Okay. I, I really enjoyed cool. it. It was a fun watch. I don't think it's a great movie by any stretch, um, sure. but it was fun. But it's, enjoyable. It's, it's a movie yeah. about, about women by a, a female writer and a female director. It's very yeah. empowering. And it, sure. it's um, it's funny and it's it, it's it's silly. You and McGregor was fantastic in it. Um, yeah, highly recommend. I was surprised. Nice. I was surprised I liked it nice. honestly because I'm not a big DC cool. guy. Um, yeah, but yeah, that's that's about it. I'm just I'm I'm really looking forward to two weeks from or a week from Friday is Mortal Kombat. 
the new Mortal Kombat movie <laughs> yeah. on HBO Max. I'm very excited. Yeah, I'll be, be, I'll be, a, I'll be yeah. watching it uh, Friday on when it day. comes out. Yes. Nice. Because it's nice. supposed to be very gory. And that's, it should Good. be. That's it how should it should be. be. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to carve out some time to watch Godzilla versus <laughs> Kong, but I haven't found the time yet. Yeah, yeah fair. I feel like okay. it's, I, there was someone on Twitter, and I wish I remembered this person's name, but they said like, I, you know, I watched Godzilla versus Kong and the plot line doesn't make any sense. And it's just like, wait, hold on. Like the plot's well, Godzilla the, versus the plot's in the title, you schmuck. Um, yeah. The plot is in the title. You, you <laughs> can't you tell me that you watched a movie called Godzilla versus Kong and thought this, this is cinema. <laughs> Like you watch it, cinema. you watch yeah. it because it's going to be just a, a an action filled romp of sure. just, just of silliness. That's why you watch mm. it. It's not serious at all. It's fun. Have yeah. fun. Take two hours out of your day and have fun. Yeah, no, enjoy it I for agree. what it is. Not everything yeah. has to be art. <laughs> you know yeah, I mean? it's true. And if you don't want to watch a movie like that, don't and don't but don't expect it to be. If, it's if the, you go it's in stupid ex- expectations. If you if you going to go into a movie like that expecting it to be something brilliant and mind-blowing in a way like a you know in some sort of uh and not a way where it's like just action and fun then then you're doing it wrong you're doing to the me, movies wrong it's the same thing as going to see dumb and dumber and being like hmm, it of was course a, it was a yeah. little lowbrow for me yeah like well, <laughs> exactly. what the hell are you talking yeah. about or like no, going to see like exactly. like it's like going it's to see schindler's analogy. list and being like you know i could have used some yeah. more laughs yep you know like that's just yeah. what are you talking about yeah. you know a little more action stupid. yeah anyway sure no, yeah, that's exactly right. I guess we had more yeah. grievances. <laughs> you got to know what you're gonna go watch. You got to know what what the what the you know what what you're going into. Absolutely. All right. Well, that's our show this week. Um, you can find us wherever you find your podcast: Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Google, Anchor. Uh, you can find us on Twitter. Casey's at CW McGrath. I'm at Volcom Pancake. The cod- podcast, not the Codcast. That'd be a weird fish podcast. thing. Um, <laughs> the podcast is at Losers. <laughs> Gracious. You didn't know we're we're changing this to a, a fishing. A it's, all it's all about cod. It's all about cod. Next week, tune in for why cod fish and chips are superior. They're not. Uh, yeah. but... Tuna, tuna in. Oh, I'm sorry. Tuna in. Oh, oh. Yeah. Sorry, okay. I, I didn't mean I kinda, to end kinda, it on that. I kind of, I kind of <laughs> love it. We're, we're, yeah. we're dads. If you couldn't tell, mm-hmm. we're, we're dads with dad mm-hmm. jokes. Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll talk to you guys next week. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.